I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. G-A-L-D-E-M G-A-L-D-E-M This song is good. Hello and welcome to Galdem's first ever podcast. Inspired by our book, I Will Not Be Erased, our stories about growing up as people of colour. My name's Liv, I'm Galdem's founder, and for those of you who don't know, Galdem is an award-winning media company committed to platforming the voices, perspectives, and creative work of women and non-binary people of colour. Hello, I'm Charlie, I'm the head of editorial at Galdem, and I'll be co-hosting our podcast with Liv. We're super excited to be starting our journey with you. Each week, we'll invite a guest to respond to old diary entries, letters, or text messages from their younger selves. The point is to nurture important discussions about growing up. You can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our podcast, Growing Up With Galdem. Today we are joined by the incredible Rachel Amma, who is a vegan chef who takes inspiration from both her Caribbean and African roots. And since launching her YouTube channel in September 2017, she has amassed over half a million subscribers, including my aunties, who are all huge fans <laughs> of your work and who all have your cookbook kind of pride of place in their kitchens. And on the topic of her first book that was called Rachel Amma's Vegan Eats and was published in 2019 by Edbury Press. So hello, Rachel. Hi. So Rachel, very weirdly, I think we have, I want to have one of those kind of small world moments with you because I think I lived next door to one of your relatives, Joss who's one of my favorite neighbors ever he's so nice really yeah yeah um, yeah so I, I see their sort of kids like playing in their garden and 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 so on and so forth especially over summer it's just nice to have um such friendly neighbors so I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to bring Aww. that up which is a nice connection that means you see them way more than I see them basically yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure and then yeah the other thing is that my dad 
uh, in the past worked with your partner Koje on on a few records because he's in the music industry. So yeah, I feel like it's almost weird that we haven't met before. Oh fact. wow! Yeah. Wow wow wow! You're like part <laughs> of the family. Yeah. Well, I'm working on it. I'm certainly working. On it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we, we, Liv and I were both sort of wondering what the past of couple of months have, have looked like for you and, and new what, motherhood. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the beautiful pictures of baby and. It's like um, a whirlwind of just like, I think this year is so crazy. And to be like pregnant in this year and then give birth in this year with all these rules and then start new motherhood in this, like, it's all just crazy, especially because like, I I didn't really grow up with loads of little kids around me. I never like held baby. I was scared to hold babies and stuff. But I always knew once I had my own, it'd be fine. What, scared so, of dropping them? Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. they're so small. Like, why are they going to hate me? Maybe I'm going to drop them. Maybe I'm not holding the neck right. Oh my God, this is terrifying. And then like, pop, there's one out of me. And I'm like, oh my God, now you're mine. And I got to look after you. But then it just kind of it, I, I like knew it would happen naturally and it happened naturally it's like okay yeah I can hold you this isn't as scary as it seemed when it was everyone else's child but I, I love it it's also like super daunting because I was like had this vision that one day when I'm pregnant I'm going to be doing like pregnancy yoga and like hanging out <laughs> with like mums and like sipping juices at like try yoga and doing all that like bougie mum stuff but like that was all cancelled because of this year mm. and then having the baby it's like oh you're going to go to those have you seen that program like um working mums on Netflix oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have like a little group of mums and we're just gonna <laughs> chat about like the craziness of being a new mum it's like no you're gonna be sitting at your home and you have to stay indoors and just raise a baby so um that was the different outlook but it's amazing and I love it I saw you doing like a Q&A on like just all things pregnancy and birth and like posting loads of beautiful videos of you mm. in the in the moment um but yeah I mean I can't imagine what it must have been to 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 do that regardless but then also to do that in the context of a pandemic <laughs> is a lot yeah it was crazy like I everyone was like because I, I always wanted a home birth I was born in the house I live in now mm. I still wow. live there and it was just in my head yeah That's I'm having beautiful. a home birth I had to fight for the home birth because of the COVID rules and yada, yada, yada. I got my home birth and then it's like, it was like 16 hours and I was just like at home and I was like, this is bananas. This is cray cray, like no pain, nothing. I was like, this is insane. And thank God it was recorded because I forgot half of it. Mm. You, I was literally like in another place. And mm. when I watch it back, I can see that like I'm just not there so like visually having it recorded it just makes it so much more special like I can remember all the things I forgot and I know the forgetting is like my body's way of saying because you're gonna have another one so forget about the madness having another um but and my mom held me down it was, oh, it was beautiful oh. man and like all the nurse like two nurses came then their shift was over and they wanted to stay and another two came and it was like they all just wanted to like be part of it because I had like Neo Soul playing in the background. Oh. I had like lavender incense popping through. Like it was all like really like bright. And like I think it was That's like, so oh, cool. look at this nice thing happening in this crazy time. And mm. it was like when he came and I had a baby, like it was like recess broke out because like there was paramedics outside, all the nurses were outside, and all the neighbors were out, like, oh yeah, Rach, well done. I'm still delirious. Like, what's happening? It was really wow. cool. 
That's beautiful. And full circle as well. Yeah. Yeah, so nice being the two of you born in the same place. Like, that's that's so cool. Um, yeah. My parents played Al Green when I was being born, so I've been told. Really? Yeah. yeah, I do love Al Green as well. Like, I really love Al Green. So I, I love it. it means something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was born at home as well. My mum, I think it was like three or four hours. It was just like a quick thing at home really yeah was your auntie the midwife because your auntie no she wasn't a midwife midwife, oh okay no she wasn't a midwife yeah but she she delivered my cousin's baby that that was born Mm. in lockdown actually which was great because because it was in hospital and there were like obviously still restrictions around who can be in the room and they managed to maneuver it so that she was in the room because otherwise oh that's incredible yeah she would have been on her own but um no woman should have to do that no no i've heard like yeah lots of horror stories horror stories yeah, right especially from black yeah. women so yeah yeah but that's a whole other situation <laughs> that's a whole, yeah. that we could go into but it would be great if you if you're okay to read out this extract okay let's go I'm a London girl who grew up believing my natural hair was unattainable I was told and actually believed that my hair had to be straightened with chemicals to keep it healthy and soft. I wanted my hair to be like my schoolmates or like women I'd see on TV. Flowing, free, easy and easy to care for. After years of hating my hair, I began hiding it away in 18-inch weaves, not letting anyone see my real hair. Neglected my hair, it became damaged, fine and brittle, making me even more reluctant to let anyone see it. I started Googling, why is my hair becoming so fine and brittle? That's when I came across the natural hair movement in America in 2008. And that sparked a major curiosity in me. What would my hair look like healthy in its natural state? I had no way of knowing because it hadn't been that way since I was too young to remember. I started seeking reassurance in childhood photos. Could my hair get back to its previous thickness and texture? What would it look like now? Question mark. Thank you for sharing that with us. I think both Liv and I went through our periods of very bad relaxers and falling out hair and everything else. So we we were excited to read this one and and, and to spend some time talking about it. It's a very real experience, isn't it? Very real. And like, it just seems like a rite of passage. I remember like making my hairdresser leave the relaxer on until like it basically was burning my scalp because I wanted it to be mm. as straight as it could be. Can you imagine? Like you got burned around your neck and it's like, that was just It's like, wait, i got to reach pain level 20 before I can let it go. <laughs> Literally, she's like, are you fine? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Four years of that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's bad. Um, how old were you then, Rachel, when you sort of embraced the natural hair movement? You mentioned 2008, but were you sort of a teenager? Was it early 20s? Or I think, like, I, I started, like, weaving, like, crazy when I was in sixth form. And I remember people used to be like, oh, my God, you look like those girls in the American music videos. And I had, like, these big, like, I had, like, the Lauren London thing going back in the day. Uh, my hair just fell apart. And I think it was, like around uni times that I just started kind of realizing that my own hair that like when I was a child I remember it was like any hairdresser I went to would be like oh her hair's too thick oh it's too much we can't deal with it and at the time I thought that was like a bad thing and then all of a sudden I've ruined my hair and I'm like hold on the thickness was a good thing like where did it go how do I get it back Um, so I think it was like uni I just got really curious about my hair but in that I was too insecure to have it out because when I would see like 
talk about natural hair, it was like the curlier, softer type of hair. And I've had very coarse 4C hair. So I was still like, I don't, I don't see where my hair fits. I don't see how I look cute. I don't see how boys will find me attractive in the hair that I have. I just feel horrible. And um, my mom actually, she she's relaxed her hair. She's mixed race, but she also has 4C hair. And she's relaxed her hair like her whole life, her whole adult life. And I'd say to her, because she's like into nutrition and holistic healthcare, and I'd be like, mom, that relaxes, like it's bare chemicals, you know, like it's anti-everything else you do in your life. And I went traveling and I came back and she surprised me by chopping all her hair off. And that for me was massive because she's a woman, an independent woman in her 50s. Um, and she just said, cool, I'm just going to chop off my hair. And her hair journey in herself, being a mixed race girl in the 60s in London with a white mum, she had her own battles that carried weight and weight and weight and weight on her. And for her to do that really made me just go, if my mum, big woman at 50-year-old, chop off all her hair and feel free, what am I waiting for? Now, I didn't do the big chop because I was still a bit too like, I still want to look cute and I don't know if I'll look cute. Um, but I just started looking at how can I look at look after my hair in a more like subtle transition to see the thickness come through. And there's been a whole bunch of mistakes I've made through that. Like, So, so sorry, so how long ago was it that you started the process of of like that transition into how can I how can I let the thickness come through the beauty come through (laughs) five six five years maybe but even in that I remember there's like mistakes even I braided my hair went traveling for six months and I kept those braids and I just kept like I'd be on a bus like driving from one part of South America to the other part like taking my hair out on the bus and redoing it oh my goodness and my hair (laughs) fell out basically (laughs) I lost so much hair and I got back and I was like that was my own fault so then I was like okay we're gonna start again and then I had this treatment at Avida this scalp treatment and my hair um my scalp went all inflamed the texture of my hair straightened I tried to bring a case and they were like well our product says it doesn't do that so I don't know what happened to you my hairdresser was like your hair's basically so then I had to start like there's lots of like false starts again (laughs) again start again and even now after having a baby like I'm like oh my hair's looking great and now I've got like two bald patches here and I'm like well that's kind of just what happens when you have a baby so Mm. it's like a progression of still learning to love my hair, which I'm a lot more in love with it than I was when I was younger by far, but it's still a, a lesson in learning to love my 4C hair. That's, I feel like it's, yeah, it, it, it can be so daunting to know where, I mean, I'm not speaking from experience. I've tried it a couple of times, like growing out and starting again, but it can be so daunting. Like I watch my, um, my partner with all of her products and like figuring out, you know how her hair works because I think even with like the kind of like videos and like the wider movement there are obviously there's so much variation within that and there's not like a one size kind of fits all kind of rule so you really do just have to figure it out and like yeah make some mistakes maybe experience like a lot of dryness or whatever it is and eventually you you figure out what works for you and like you said then there's there are things that happen in life which also mean that your hair is going to change again right so 
Yeah. And it's it's also crazy. I think one of the shocking parts for me in the beginning was just kind of really seeing like, oh, like growing up in London, as much as there was diversity, my hair was never respected. (laughs) It was never, there was never products for the health of my hair. And that's just what it was. It was, we're going to change your hair so it fits in. By the way, these are really harsh chemicals. They're going to burn your scalp, probably ruin your insides. However, you'll get that straight hair. And that was the only way you looked at my hair. And that is just horrible, in my opinion. Like, I know if I have a daughter one day or any nieces, it's like I would just want them to love their hair. And I I even see it now, like, with teenagers. When I was a teenager, natural hair wasn't a thing. Now I see teenagers and I see, like like puffy hair here like froze and I'm like yes girl yes and it's like I'm so glad it's shifting a bit more to like look after it's like um veganism for me you're you're like looking after your insides you're looking after your hair you're not trying to cover it up and disguise it it's beautiful yeah yeah no I agree there's even um this week this thing called the halo code has been launched I don't know if you've seen it Rachel but it's like basically the advocacy academy here that's really cool activist kind of um campaign group they help like young mainly black kids like launch their own campaigns and and this new one is called the halo code and it's basically getting different companies and organizations to agree to a charter that is like celebratory around like black hairstyles and making people so you know how sometimes companies discriminate against like certain hairstyles so it's basically making them sign up to a code to say that they won't do that anymore they won't do that um I did see that. And that's amazing. I literally remember the day I walked into, I got this office job that I hated with all my heart. And um, I think when I did the interview, I had a weave in. And then I put like in my learning to like, want to be more natural and not just wear weaves all the time, which weaves are great, but I just wanted to feel free both ways. Remember, I had I put braids in, and I remember walking into that office and everybody staring at me. And it was like, because everyone in the office, it was like a combination. I don't really think anyone was actually from London, because there there were also loads of conversations about me being half cast. There was just a real like, yeah, that was the, the the office. And then when I walked in with my braids, it was like, and I was like, wow, <laughs> I feel like a deer in headlights, and I felt so uncomfortable. And I just knew I could I could feel the tone and the energy. Like, well, do we want to send her on client meetings? Ugh. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just so. I'm glad they're doing that because it's needed. Yeah, it's definitely needed. And I definitely know that in these more corporate environments, there's definitely young black girls who still feel the pressure to to put in weave or wig or, or relax their hair. Um, I was just thinking back when you were saying about that story of you on the bus in South America, like rebraiding your hair, which is <laughs> such a great image, by the way. <laughs> I was just thinking back to some of the horror stories and Liv has probably heard this one, but like when I first moved down, so I grew up in Scotland and, and obviously there's like no black hairdressers there at all. So I, I relaxed my hair and um, and just treated it very poorly for a very long time. But when I first moved down to London, I, I was kind of looking around for like a new hairdresser to like get my relaxers at. And I went to this woman um and it's 20 pounds for a relaxer and like press which is so cheap um, wow. so I should have known I should have known that the service wasn't going to be great anyway this woman she she puts the relaxer on my head and then she gets up to go and pick up her son from school and like just leaves me there for like 40 minutes and so another and obviously it starts it's supposed to be on your head for like 12 minutes 
And so, um, yeah, this other client who was also getting her hair done had to, like, wash it out for me. But let me tell you, I've never had burns like that before. Oh, and I still paid her, which I still feel very, like, angry about. I shouldn't have paid oh, her. <laughs> horrific, horrific. I remember, I feel like I've been in multiple situations where people have done some fucked up shit to my hair or to my head. And it's not been what I asked for or it's hurt me or whatever. And I've still paid them. Listen, this is a thing. It's because we all get, like in a, to a shock of trauma and we just think okay maybe this is just what we have to do and we just leave and then we feel insecure like even my mum did it like five years ago she told me she went to this hairdresser with her beautiful natural hair and they like put it under a steamer and her head was like but and I was like mum say no and it was just like she just goes back to that little girl that would sit in a hair salon and feel really insecure and not know what to do and would just pay and leave and then take the pain and it's yeah you mentioned your mum earlier in terms of like her experiences growing up in the 60s and, and being mixed race. And it's it's not like a narrative that we hear about a lot. Has she told you much about her story or is it is it quite traumatic or, you know, did she find some moments it's of joy? Here in and there. Because, I mean, the, the bits that I would kind of get told was more about being mixed race and how it was like she wasn't accepted by the black girls and she wasn't accepted by the white girls because she was just in the middle and it was confusing and people would make remarks all the time even if you go further in the 60s when my mum had my brother who's black and he would be with my grandma who's Welsh and white and um people would go up to my brother and try and find his parents and my grandma would be there like no he's with me so there was lots of different ways in which she's had her own traumas which 60s London mixed race with a white mum and yeah <laughs> there's there's so much stories that I've even uncovered this year in in learning more about my granddad who's not here from Sierra Leone and I feel like I've unintentionally brought up a lot of traumas and narratives and storylines that got washed under the covers in our family um which might not have happened if it wasn't for this big lockdown where you kind of it's very interesting family trauma and and stories and yeah for sure yeah I, I only know like a little bit about Sierra Leone but it as a country it has like a really interesting story like I, I, I don't know if you've read about like the Creo people so like um there was like a a movement to send like black British people back to Africa and a lot of them ended up in Sierra Leone I think um and they sort of created their own community so that was something I, I found out about Sierra Leone this year. But yeah, I mean, those stories of uh, those family histories are so important. I, I can imagine as well being pregnant, you're sort of thinking about ancestry and legacy in, in a whole new way. Yeah, also just acknowledging um, generational trauma and how that kind of comes through in our genes and narratives. It's very interesting. A lot to uncover. I was interested, kind of back on the on the hair stuff. I, I remember there were have been conversations again. Like I'm so outside of this world, so I don't know what is happening or what's not happening. But there were lots of conversations around, but within like the natural hair community, in terms of like not like a reproduction of like of of you know kind of mainstream depictions of what is good and bad hair, but that there was like a little bit of a hierarchy or like an expectation of what you know, good natural hair kind of looks like in that context. Do you both, I guess, feel like that is still a thing? Is that something that you've had to navigate? Um, has it has it moved on since then? Are the conversations in 2020 more advanced? 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I mean, I, I, I do feel like wasn't didn't shame moisture do something a couple of years ago probably. that was quite like <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably quite problematic about the what good hair looks like and I think they they the advert had like a very light textured curl and really they're marketing to the Afro coarser textures and it was like hold on we're the ones wearing your money and you just did something else and so there was like a confusion between what good hair is because I still feel like texture four was neglected in what good hair was because if if hair is fine and naturally fine that's still good hair it doesn't mean it's not good hair and I think that's where the illusion if it's not completely full and completely thick and really long your hair's not good and I do think that's that line is still being found, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think um, it, like, there's definitely, like, more... On Instagram, I follow, like, loads of, like, 4C hair pages and stuff. And it it's, like, that didn't... Ex- I, I remember so clearly, like, when I was probably about 11 or 12, like, searching up, like, how to care for, like, natural, very, very curly hair. And there was just nothing. There was, like, nothing on YouTube. There was, like, maybe one or two blogs... And so to see that change over the past like ten years or so has been really cool, and uh, and it gives me hope. But in saying that, there's still a lot of like, like you can't just as a black woman with with uh, coily texture, you can't just wake up and and have not like wrapped your hair or or not put it up or not try and tie it down or you know do something to it. It can't just exist. I still feel very bitter about that. I don't know about you, Rachel. Like I feel angry that I have to manipulate 
my hair texture, even in not as, even in like not as bad as like relaxing, but still like laying down my edges or like, you know, having to like comb it out for like hours, like that still irritates me because I'm just like, I just want to get up and go. Like that would be, that would be nice. <laughs> I think as well, that's the thing. It's like, oh, if you ha- you are black or blackish, your this this is what you this box is what you do for your hair but really there's like a million different boxes because there's so many different curls and people have a different variety and there's they all require a different way of handling and it's like what you say is that wash and go thing like I remember it was like hey hey curly hey natural curls hey wash and go your hair and I'm like wash and go where I wash my hair and get out of the house my hair will not up it will tangle it will dry out like that's not how you actually care for my hair so that whole wash and go thing was like I'll just wait back here to find something that will work for me because I think that's an example of not being bitter but just being like what that still doesn't help me right now We've got um we've got like a hair column now by this amazing trichologist. I feel like I didn't even really know what that was before. Um, who kind of debunks a lot of myths around the things that we're taught are good or 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 bad for hair, which I think has been illuminating for lots of different people. Scalp care, all sorts of things. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that we we felt was missing, I guess, in a way, right, Charlie? From yeah, definitely. And like Rachel, I'd, I'd be interested to know, like. Because there are so many myths that she's busted and that I, I'd be interested to know whether or not like you, you were aware of these. So one of the things that she said for us not to do is she said to not oil your scalp, which I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it can cause like build up and like um, scalp issues. She said that like protein, protein treatments don't work, like putting like avocado or honey or like da 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 because the like protein strands are too big or something um yeah I don't know the scientific stuff but I was just so shocked because like all of these things that that were kind of gospel in the natural hair community she's just like nope 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 (laughs) I hear that because I'm not gonna lie when I see people put egg in their hair I am like (laughs) what makes you think you're I mean I could be wrong but in my head I was like I don't really understand how your hair would absorb the protein from the raw egg you just put on your head so (laughs) I'm glad there's someone that can with a scientific background can help us actually really learn like the oil thing is interesting um but I guess that just depends on what kind of scalp you have the same way some people don't like oil on their face because your your scalp as an extension is just your skin yeah I guess that really depends on what your skin is like if it's oily combination dry so yes that's really interesting that should be a YouTube video yeah, definitely. Like, like we, we should do that. Like, we'll, we'll get onto that. Um, Rachel, obviously, we haven't we haven't spoken about food yet, which seems a bit like remiss considering that is is your jam. Have you been sort of like, <laughs> have you been sort of cooking anything fun recently? Any like recipes that that our audience should be aware of or look for on your channels? Oh, I've been cooking so much good food. Have you? Because I'm still at home with my mum. Because London is so expensive. She's just loving it. She's just like, it's like, mom, hold the baby, I'll make the foods. And she's like, oh, Rach, Rach. So I've been working on so much that I haven't been sharing as of yet that I am going to be sharing. Just like, oh, what did I make the other day? I made like Cajun beer battered oyster mushrooms and I made them into tacos. I'm actually so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Liv loves food? She loves food. (laughs) Yeah, I made like 
a taco version of it and I like I made a salad but like I just I'm making like so much just really buff food so I can't wait I can't wait <laughs> basically hold tight I guess we haven't we haven't really spoken about this or touched on this but like how do you feel that kind of like veganism and food links into how healthy your your hair is I guess it's the same mind body it's all connected right because nutrition plays such a huge role anyway so even in my hair journey there was a point in my life where I lost loads of blood I had an accident and I became super anemic but the I remember a doctor saying me like oh yeah like you should probably get some iron in or something and it was just kind of went over my head and I didn't and later on down the year um I just wasn't that well, but I didn't really identify it as iron. And then when I had a test and my iron level, it showed me how much my iron levels had dropped. I'd actually had really thin hair then, but I I didn't know it was part of the iron. And as soon as I worked hard, like bringing my iron levels back up so I'm no longer anemic, it directly transformed my hair. Another thing I believe is I'm extremely lactose intolerant. And before when I was having dairy, that was compromising my hair because my immune system and everything was out of whack because my body wasn't functioning at its highest because I was intaking something my body couldn't even deal with. And that transformed my hair as well because it's it's like a full circle, a happy body and happy hair. And you can identify different ways that your body might be like. Like I say to people, like it's really helpful if you're on a vegan diet, if you're on a normal diet, any diet, because we have the NHS, if you can go and get a test and see where your iron levels are, like where your vitamin D is, just just to keep a check on it. So if you are low, you can kind of find something to supplement it, whether it's food or supplements, and then you can bring them back up a little bit and you can actually see how your health can kind of transform. And definitely in being vegan, especially during this pregnancy and everything, I've been taking prenatals and I've been taking like really natural ones that are from food sources and vegan friendly and even that I've noticed my skin and everything is just a lot healthier because I'm actively because I'm not just caring for myself and caring for a baby as well because I'm also breastfeeding that has changed my health so it all works full circle. If you have a, a, a diet that your body is struggling to keep your body happy with, if it's constantly having to fight, like my body was fighting dairy, so it couldn't concentrate on flourishing and growing because the whole emphasis is, oh, there's dairy in the system, we need to get it out, but we can't get it out. Ah, ah, ah. I think that's why like having my mum as a nutritionist, there was always a thought process in the food that I make and when I have a, a plate of food, I always look for rainbow, always make sure that there's a protein source, whether it's a legume, any kind of bean, so I can really just balance it out. Because I've I've been for quite a while really mindful about how what I eat directly affects what my body is up to and how it's functioning and what it can focus on. So it's really important. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. That's like really get, giving me the kick that I feel like I need to go and actually get some tests done to figure out where these things are, are, are sitting energy wise yeah. because it's important it's important I want to be 26 and always tired like <laughs> it's too much also these things have long-term effects so it's like it's okay but if you can check it out check it out because if they're not addressed or considered they can cause 
longer issues down the line. Not like severe, or I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I do recommend people to be able to just check these things out and see where you go, see what you find. See if you can find yourself not so tired every day. Because I am so much less tired since I am no longer anemic. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine. A couple of final questions for you, Rachel. Um, what advice do you think you'd give to your younger self about her hair, about life, if you could go back now? I think with the hair, it's like, babe, so hard your hair is your hair it's your hair it's nobody else's it's part of what makes you you it's your character it's your personality just love it take care of it if you want to throw on a wig throw on a wig if you want to braid it braid it but take care of it too you're fine sis people will eventually come to love your hair too but it love it for you first then it's so interesting like, to say what would you say to your younger self because I just feel like as much as there's been, as everyone has difficult times, hard times, happy times, the full rainbows, they all just brought me to where I am today and I wouldn't change that. So I'm just, I guess it would just be like, yes, yeah, sis, keep going. You're going to love it when we look back. <laughs> Even today if there's Aww. things that, in my current life that aren't, where I want them to be that's life <laughs> I think that's an that's an important You're right, point we all have a a path and a journey that we're supposed to go on and there will be highs there will be lows <laughs> there'll be moments where we feel like we're excelling and moments where we feel like we want stuff to happen faster than it is but um I think that's a beautiful thing to end our conversation on so thank you for joining us it's been lovely Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honoured because I'm such a big fan. So thank you. Oh, we're a fan. (laughs) (laughs) That was lovely. Conversation about her, which I feel very out of the loop with as I I repeat and repeat because (laughs) it has been... Not quite a decade, but a long time with no hair. But you, you grew your hair out like in lockdown for a bit, like you've for yeah. like a month, babes. And like really, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't invest, you know. So it's different. Um, and you kind of, it, I, I can forget the kind of the journey that did happen, you know, in in my childhood with the relaxer and with the experiences and with the mum tugging the hair when she's annoyed at you. There's so much that goes into our. Oh my god! Just that, like that. That tug to the side. And if my, if my mum was pissed, I feel like it would be like... <laughs> she's really, like, pulling it. Um, yeah, that was that was normality. Yeah. Um, have I ever told you about my dad trying to do my hair? Bless no, me. my God. <laughs> so me and my mum would... I think it was probably the first time we ever argued cause, or fell out when I was, like, a kid. Um, was always to do with hair because I would just run away and, like, hide in the bathroom just hide in my bedroom, anything to stop her from, from doing it, because I, the pain, and, um, and so, for a while, my dad, <laughs> my dad would try and do it, but he just didn't, he didn't know what he was doing, like, he could, he couldn't braid to save his life, he couldn't get the comb through my hair, but he was, he was very gentle, so, like, sometimes I'd have these hairstyles, like, done by... Charlie's dad is white, by the way, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, just for context, yeah. But I, I, I like the fact that he tried. I feel like that's what you... That... Yeah, no, that's important. Of course, of course, yeah. that's your child, isn't it? You, you 
you have to you have to figure out all of the all of the things um but yeah anyway i think rachel armor is great um and watching her following her brings me a lot of joy so it was great to to have a chat with her about yeah this other part of her life i guess or, or another element of her life and also just hearing more about kind of motherhood and what that journey has looked like also her recipes are, sounded delicious so i'm just gonna look that up Sure. recipes her recipes are banging yeah, like banging and I'm not even like a big big like vegan type person but that stuff looks good <laughs> that stuff looks good and it tastes good Liv's gonna get off this podcast and start cooking up a storm I can feel it I'm literally gonna go and have a snack because I'm starving <laughs> well, I'm starving but I'm hungry Thanks for joining us for this week's episode if you enjoyed it please do like share subscribe become a Gouda member follow us read all of the wonderful content that Charlie and the rest of the editorial team are putting out support we appreciate you that's been that see you next time II Studios production thank you so much for listening we really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll tune into the next one you can find Growing Up with Galdem on Apple Podcasts the Acast app Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts please leave us a review rate us and subscribe it really helps the show And if you'd like to find out more about Galdem, you can head over to our Instagram page at Galdemzine. That's G-A-L-D-E-M-Z-I-N-E. Or you can visit our website, which is G-A-L hyphen, which is important, D-E-M dot com. Galdem has a book which is out now. It's called I Will Not Be Erased, Our Stories About Growing Up as People of Colour. You can find it in all good bookstores or online. Thank you so much for listening.
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.